Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Matter. Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks so much, Dimitri. Hearing about a new accident scene on the southbound side of I-95 sounds like at least two lanes are blocked on the right-hand side. Soon after the Capitol Beltway on your approach towards the Franconia Springfield Parkway, or rather just past the Franconia Springfield Parkway, headed towards the Fairfax County Parkway. So watch out for them on the right. South of that point, though, there's a work zone also blocking the right side. So you're going to want to stay to the left no matter what until you're well past the Lorton exit. Other than that, if you're headed in Maryland, Defense Highway 450 still completely shut down for the flooding. It's closed between Pebble Brook Court and Huntwood Drive. Be aware of that and be careful. Follow any police direction there. Southbound, BW Parkway, slow past NASA Goddard uh, Flight Center. No confirmation on an accident scene just yet in the inner loop of the Beltway near 355. Should have the left-hand side blocked off with an accident scene. Single vehicle spin out hit the Jersey Wall. TOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Fog and rain, rain and fog. The bulk of this moderate rain will start to ease, not necessarily coming to an end. There'll still be some isolated showers overnight and can't rule out a stray shower tomorrow. But temperatures, not bad at all, into the mid-40s tonight and just shy of 60 degrees Thursday afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Still some rain in Annapolis and points east across the Chesapeake Bay to Maryland's eastern shore. A lot of the rain right around D.C. and the Beltway has left. It's 52 in Rockville. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up two months later, D.C. voters only now being officially told they may have been impacted by a large data breach. Local people who rely on federal help to cover their grocery bills may not be getting a boost in the new year that they had expected. Maryland is getting a higher minimum wage in the new year. I'm Nick Ainelli. There is breaking news on the sale of the Washington Commanders. I know you're saying, wait a minute, isn't all that over with? Apparently, there's more to discuss. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and top Mexican officials meet in Mexico City to discuss how to stop the record numbers of migrants coming to the U.S. through Mexico. CBS's Adrian Bard in Mexico City. The expectation before the meeting was that Secretary Blinken could convince Mexico to do more policing on its side of the border. Just before the meeting occurred, there was a raid on a caravan of about 350 migrants in Veracruz State. On the other hand, a caravan of some 7,000 people was not deterred. Parts of Washington state have experienced powerful windstorms. KIRO-TV's Kevin Coe in Redmond. Anything that's like able to fly away either comes in or gets tacked down, zip-tied down. We saw what happens when people don't do what Heidi does. Tables, plant pots, and more toppling over in Snoqualmie during Wednesday's wind advisory. Areas like North Bend and Redmond lost power as trees started falling down and the wind didn't stop picking up. In Florida, Miami-Dade police say one person is dead and another is recovering after their helicopter crashed into a canal this afternoon. Department spokesperson Alvaro Zabaleta. Uh, according to witnesses, there was a female that came out of the water, and that's when the divers went into the water to search. They were able to pull out a male. They were both transported to a local hospital. Unfortunately, the male succumbed to his injuries. 
The New York Times is suing OpenAI and Microsoft, the owners of ChatGPT, for allegedly advancing their technology through the unlawful use of the New York Times work. Pamela Samuelson of the Berkeley Center for Law and Technology. Many of the complaints are very similar. They're claiming copying for training data purposes is illegal and also that the outputs are illegal. I would say that of the complaints that I've read, the New York Times is the strongest complaint so far. CBS News' Dr. Malika Marshall reports on new advances in metastatic breast cancer treatment that are helping patients live longer and healthier lives. One such therapy is antibody drug conjugates that act as smart bombs by directly targeting the tumor, sparing healthy cells and reducing side effects. Unfortunately, over time, cancer cells learn to outsmart individual drugs, so it's important to have an arsenal of options. Republican Congresswoman Lauren Boebert of Colorado switches congressional districts to a more conservative seat on the opposite side of the state, avoiding a likely rematch against a Democratic opponent who has far outraised her and to improve her chances of staying in office. Boebert is switching from her district to the seat being vacated by retiring Congressman Ken Buck. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 11.03 on this Wednesday evening, December 27th, 2023. Manassas at 52 and down to the 40s with a little rain left. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. We've got an update on that big data breach back in October in D.C. that may have leaked 400,000 voters' personal info, including Social Security numbers. We're learning that many residents are just now getting official notification that they may have been impacted by the breach and some tips on how to protect themselves. The D.C. Board of Elections became aware of the data breach by the hacking group Ransom VC in early October. But it wasn't until late last week that DataNet sent out an email notification to approximately 400,000 D.C. registered voters whose voter data may have been part of the breach. The notification provided steps that you can take, as we say, to protect your personal info and find out if you've been ripped off in some way, including details about credit monitoring. The board says it's aware DataNet's outreach may not appear to be timely, but DataNet had to do a thorough investigation first before putting out the word. At least that's what the company is saying. Thousands of D.C. residents who rely on government assistance to buy food may not be getting a bump in their SNAP benefits in the new year. DCist reports those who receive SNAP benefits who are supposed to get the increase starting next month after a law was passed in D.C. will not be getting it. Mayor Bowser apparently decided otherwise and will not be boosting the aid. She and her uh, team say that there are issues with the budget and the staffing. Meantime, the office of D.C.'s attorney general says the mayor can't do this. She must boost the funding. In a memo, D.C. A.G. Brian Schwab says the mayor must follow the law. And that would be boosting benefits starting in January. D.C. says it's not clear whether this memo will make the mayor change her mind. Some extra dollars in the new year. WTOP's Nick Ionelli tells us tens of thousands of employees across Maryland will be making more money. Maryland's minimum wage is going up. On January 1st, it'll increase from $13.25 an hour to $15. Although in Montgomery County, a local county law already required mid-sized businesses to pay a $15 minimum wage, while larger companies have a minimum wage of $16.70 per hour. Gina Schaefer, founder of a few cool hardware stores, which has locations in Baltimore, Silver Spring, and Tacoma Park, supports the increase. What I think it truly means for everybody, though, including other small businesses, is that the more money our employees have, the more money there is to spend in the local economy. 
So I think it's better for all of the local businesses in general. But others, including Melvin Thompson, who represents the Restaurant Association of Maryland, says it places additional burdens on businesses on top of higher food and product prices. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. In Virginia, the minimum wage is $12. It's 17 bucks an hour in D.C. Well, we're not done discussing Dan Snyder and the sale of the Washington Commanders. New tonight, Robert Rothman, who is a former minority owner of the team, has filed a federal lawsuit against Bank of America. He is demanding at least $75 million in compensatory damages after accusing the bank of conspiring with the NFL and former owner Snyder in an effort to force him to sell his stake in the team. ESPN's Don Van Natta Jr. reports that Rothman says the parties forced him and two other minority partners to sell their combined 40% stakes of the commanders back to Snyder for $875 million that would have been in April of 2021. The lawsuit said such a price suggested the franchise had a valuation of less than $3 billion. That's about half of what it was sold for this summer, $6.05 billion, Snyder selling it to Josh Harris and company. Snyder nor the NFL are named as defendants in the lawsuit, neither Snyder nor the league. More names were added to the National Firefighter Memorial last year. WTOP's Mike Marillo tells us almost 600 names were added. The reason firefighters died was not always from injuries while fighting a fire, but in many cases because of cancer. We live in a world of plastics and synthetics. When they burn, they give off toxins. And those carcinogens are leading to more and more firefighters being diagnosed with cancer, according to retired firefighter Steve Wiseman, who is the director of the Virginia Firefighter Cancer Support Network. In Virginia, we're seeing a higher rate of thyroid, testicular, and kidney cancer in our our members. Wiseman, who worked for several Northern Virginia fire departments, is a prostate cancer survivor. He says in January, a month of awareness, they'll be making sure firefighters and their families are aware of. The rising numbers of firefighters have been diagnosed with cancer. They also hope to encourage fire departments to adopt more cancer prevention techniques and for communities to better support firefighters who are diagnosed with cancer. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Just a few days left in 2023. It means just a few days left to figure out how the new year will be better. These things will change. Change is hard, but it starts with resolve. And the most popular New Year's resolution for 2024 is to save more money. That's according to a new poll of 18 to 64-year-olds. Exercise more, eat healthier, and lose weight are also in the top five. And lots of us hope to live more in the moment, with 40% vowing to spend more time with family and friends, and 19% saying they want to spend less time on social media. 13% hope to cut down on alcohol this year. 3% want to become vegetarian or vegan. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. This one, not for the vegetarians or vegans, who has the best cheeseburger in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. We'll talk about that on WTOP in the minutes ahead. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Ken Berger in the traffic center. Thank you, Dimitri. Good uh, evening, everybody. Southeast corner of the Beltway in Prince George's County. Two right lanes remain blocked because of the off-road activity. Looks like a vehicle ended up in the woods down there. So there's some congestion. Move move over to the far left side. Uh, Once you get through the the ride to and across the Wilson Bridge into Virginia, doing okay. And then on the uh, northwest corner of the Beltway, the inner loop on the approach to Connecticut Avenue. Uh, Looks like you're going to see some congestion up there. Looks like that crash has wrapped up. I'm not seeing any lanes blocked. And whatever 
delays they were. It's actually between Old Georgetown Road and 355, and it looks like that activity is wrapping up. The, the uh, delay up there is very brief, so it looks to be in the clearing stages. There are no worries anywhere in Virginia on the Capitol Beltway. Everything looking okay. However, on the Beltway near the American Legion Bridge, both directions between Cabin John and Virginia, we are seeing some rain up there, some fog as well. So uh, the rain not quite done with it. the northwest corner of the Beltway. Use a lot of caution as you make your way across the American Legion Bridge. Also seeing some rain showers on the eastern part of the Beltway with some delays on southbound 295 on the approach to Greenbelt Road. And you still have the shutdown of both directions of Defense Highway in Prince George's County. It's at Huntwood Drive, all lanes blocked because of flooding. Regency Furniture Furniture is ringing in the new year with incredible savings on new looks. Save 25% off of Regency Furniture, plus free delivery at Regency Furniture's New Year's Sale, shop in stores and online. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now we're going to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. The rain easing and then for the most part ending. Can't rule out a stray shower, but for the most part, we've got some drier times coming our way. Through the overnight here, still some patchy fog, though, around the area. We'll watch that. And better weather for Thursday with mostly cloudy to partly sunny skies. Could have a stray shower, but lots of dry time. Temperatures will be starting out early tomorrow in the mid-40s to around 50 degrees or high temperature just under 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 52 now in Manassas Metro Center at 54, Frederick, Maryland, 50, down to the 40s in places overnight. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour with Jeff Claybaugh. The New York Times is suing Microsoft and OpenAI for copyright infringement for using New York Times content as learning tools for AI. Candy's getting more expensive. Cocoa prices has surged to a 46-year high on a tight supply. Yelp's list of best cheeseburgers says in Maryland it's Baltimore's JBGB's. In Virginia, it's Melt Gourmet Cheeseburger in Leesburg. In D.C., it's the Admiral in DuPont Circle. The Dow gained 111 points in Wednesday's session. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asia-Pacific markets mostly higher, such as Hong Kong's Hang Seng, 1.5% higher. But Tokyo stocks are down half a percent. Coming up on WTOP, a new COVID variant to be aware of as you attend more holiday parties and ring in the new year. There's flu virus, there's RSV. We'll go to Axios in minutes to learn the latest on WTOP. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. We have every reason to rejoice as good news of great joy is proclaimed at Christmas. For unto us a Savior is born who is Christ and Lord. In a world experiencing so much unrest, a Savior is born who announces peace, brings glad tidings, comforts his people, and unites us as God's holy family. He knows us and loves us and is the source of our courage, strength, and consolation, especially amid our burdens and trials. And for all these gifts, the Lord asks so little in return. He simply wants us to be faithful, to trust him, to be reconciled with him and one another, and to continue our acts of goodness and charity so prevalent at this time of year. May the peace of our Lord and Savior be yours at Christmas and always. Good to have you here on WTOP. It's 1113. And in the minutes ahead, of course, we're closely watching this weather with the rain finally rolling out of here. And it's happened again. 
at Reagan National, another person trying to get through the security line with a loaded gun. Record-breaking number of times that's happening. Stay with us for all that and more. When it's time to buy new appliances, you want to pay less. And you probably think that means heading to a big box store. But for the best appliance deals, remember, Bray beats big. At Bray & Scarf, we start with instant savings that make us competitive every day. Then we break out of the box with exclusive package rebates on top of manufacturer rebates the big box stores simply don't have. And if you do find a lower price locally, we'll match it for up to 30 days after purchase. Don't fall for the big illusion that the big box stores save you more. The better appliance deals are at Bray & Scarf. Don't miss the year-end clearance event going on now at Bray & Scarf with great deals on great appliances, in-store and online. All in-stock KitchenAid dishwashers are on sale and save on Whirlpool washers and dryers. Come see for yourself that Bray beats big. Visit any of Bray & Scarf's convenient locations or shop online at BrayAndScarf.com where it doesn't cost more to get more. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts. Matter. 1114, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks a lot for being here. You've likely heard the warnings from doctors about the spread of respiratory viruses this holiday season, from flu to RSV to the latest COVID variant. This one is called JN1. It's the most prevalent type circulating in the U.S. right now, and we're seeing an expansion of coronavirus domestically and around the world. We talked about all this with Axios Senior Healthcare Editor Adriel Bettelheim about this rapidly spreading new strain of COVID. This has been really uh, picking up in speed since about Thanksgiving. And uh, over the two weeks that ended right before Christmas, it shot up from about 21% of total cases to 44% of total cases, especially in areas like New York and New Jersey, which is usually a harbinger of what's to come. So this is, uh, we're, we're trying to figure out if it's just more transmissible or better at evading our immune systems. But it comes, as you said, at a time when there's just a surge of other respiratory viruses. Uh, flu is sending a lot of people to ERs. RSV is still out there. So it concerns a lot of health systems. You mentioned uh, we're trying to learn now is it more transmissible or sneaky when it comes to having our immune systems fight it does that matter in terms of how we protect ourselves well uh not really the cdc says the updated vaccines that have been available and existing tests and treatments still work well against jn1 um and so they're not changing the recommendations uh still saying people should get their shots should be testing if respiratory issues arise and you know avoid sick people if you're sick don't go out but you know it's just a time where there's increased holiday travel there's waning immunity from people's prior covid infections so it's just setting up a lot of people for another round of disease and what could be a tough winter is it expected to be a big covid surge this winter well, yeah, I mean, I think this is certainly what we're seeing is is beginning to peak. The question is when it peaks and and how much it sort of overwashes other parts of the uh, of the country. Right now, it's predominantly in the Northeast and a big pocket in uh, California. Um, but you know, in other places, it's still a small proportion of the overall COVID cases. But uh, as we're seeing, it's now about half of the cases total, and I would expect that's going to continue for uh, you know the trend's going to keep going for a few more weeks. I think I'll only sound like a name dropper here in uh, health circles, but we happened to uh, interview Dr. Peter Hotez of Baylor 
College of Medicine last week. And, you know, he was joking. He said it was you, me, and six other people that got this COVID uh, vaccine recently. He He's just not seeing the uh, number of people willing to get that vaccine anymore. And he thinks that could make a big difference, not just with this pandemic, but whatever comes down the road. Yeah, well, he's he's right. I mean, the vaccine uptake in the U.S. has been woefully low, 15 to 70 percent of those eligible, despite these urgent pleas from health officials. And, you know, I mean, I, you can understand how people want to move on from the pandemic. But at the same time, this has never totally gone off the radar. And when you have a winter of illness and flu and this, uh, maybe it will prompt more people to seek out those shots. It's just kind of interesting to see behavior, you know, as, as people are so crisis fatigued it's it's kind of understandable but uh this is the season it's become how many, how many winters have we been through like this already where you know respiratory disease is peaking axios senior healthcare editor adriel bettelheim updating us on the latest covid strain top stories on wtop michigan will allow former president trump's name to stay on the 2024 primary ballot a ruling that contrasts other states who say trump is ineligible due to his involvement in the january 6th insurrection that state in name is colorado But there's some movement on that front, too. The Pentagon says a final drawdown for Ukraine to the tune of $250 million will mostly go toward air and defense and artillery, and that this will be the last amount until a supplemental aid package is passed by Congress. Keep it here for more. It's traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. And Ken Berger in the traffic center. Thanks a lot, Dimitri. Got a couple of incidents still working on the Capitol Beltway in Maryland. One is in the uh, southeast corner. Two uh, right lanes are blocked in the inner loop at Pennsylvania Avenue because of some off-road activity. Accident vehicle ended up in the woods in that general area. Delays from Mitchie Marlboro Road. And it looks like the crash in the inner loop in the northeast or northwest corner coming over from Old Georgetown Road 2355. Pretty much all gone, or at least off to the right side. You are seeing some minor delays, but they are easing quickly. Got some struggles in Virginia. Virginia southbound 95. This is because of the bridge work. Uh, this is going to start just to, uh, this is going to be just north of Lorton Road, and you're going to find the center lane, the right lane are blocked because of this bridge deck repair operations. And there are delays from the Fairfax County Parkway. There is another active work zone in Virginia. This is on northbound 95 down in the Fredericksburg area. It starts about two miles or so south of uh, Mud Tavern Road, Virginia 606 in Thornburg, and this takes you all the way up to Plank Road, Virginia 3. And this maintenance operation takes Way the left shoulder, right shoulder, and the left lane. They're all alternating mobile closures, but traffic getting by these without too much difficulty. In Fairfax County, wrapping up the crash on Huntsman Boulevard near Broadwood Drive. Uh, this accident involved a struck pedestrian. No major delays. That's on the southbound side. In the right lane, closed inbound near Avenue in the district because of ongoing road work. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Next, we check in with Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. A mess on area roads today with the fog, the road spray, the ponding, all of it. Big improvements coming our way for Thursday. So we'll see this rain ease and then pretty much come to an end well before midnight. Temperatures will be dropping down to the mid-40s to around 50 degrees. Your afternoon temperature Thursday, just shy of 60 degrees. Mostly cloudy skies. Can't rule out a stray shower, but again, pretty nice for getting outdoors. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Upper Marlboro 54, Woodbridge 54 and D.C. 54 degrees. The rain now is far to the east of D.C. and the Beltway and even moving pretty much east of the Chesapeake Bay. Although if you are across the uh, Bay Bridge and headed to places such as Easton or Cambridge, Maryland or Delaware, then you will have uh, plenty of rain to drive through there. Again, going down to the 40s tonight, we're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. 
trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up here this time of year, a long, hot shower feels really good, but should you stop doing that for the sake of your skin? It's 1121. When was your last visit to MGM National Harbor? Did you dance the night away after some salsa lessons at Diablo's Cantina? Were you one of our hundreds of daily jackpot winners? Did you see your favorite star up close in our 3,000-seat theater? Or did you indulge in the seafood tower and Parker House rolls at Voltaggio Brothers Steakhouse? Maybe it's time for another visit to MGM National Harbor. Monumental happens here. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is approaching, and for some of our neighbors, the cold is more than just a chill. It's a struggle to keep the heat on. But you can make a difference. Make a donation to the Washington Area Fuel Fund through the Salvation Army. The Fuel Fund helps neighbors in need pay their bills during times of financial hardship. Visit waffhelp.org to make a donation. Help to spread warmth throughout the metropolitan D.C. area this winter. Because helping a neighbor in need is a gift that keeps on giving. This is WTOP News. 1122. Today, a suspect turned himself over to D.C. police in connection with the homicide of former D.C. council staffer, 28-year-old Davon Fuller. 28-year-old DeAndre Miles of Northeast D.C. has been charged with first-degree murder while armed for the shooting death. This happened back on October 16th, about 5.30 in the morning. Fuller was shot and killed outside a cleaner's. He was the father of two young kids and former constituent services rep for council member Brianne Nadeau of D.C. United States Capitol Police officers arrested a man who was carrying a machete and a knife on the east front of the U.S. Capitol. An officer approached a man after noticing suspicious behavior yesterday afternoon. After speaking with him for some time, the officer then noticed a brick in the man's pocket. The officer asked him to toss the brick to the side. He did that. Then the man also pulled out a knife, placed it on the ledge. The officer then called for backup and noticed the handle of a machete under the man's clothing and then ordered him to put his hands up. The suspect is identified as 23-year-old Jose Leonardo Marquez. U.S. Capitol Police Chief Tom Manger says it's another example of the vigilance and strong intuition of his officers. Police say there's no evidence that Marquez was targeting any member of Congress. He's been charged with carrying a dangerous weapon and possession of a prohibited weapon. A new record set at one of our airports. WTOP's Ralph Fox reports it comes after another gun was found on a passenger trying to get on a flight at Reagan National. It was another loaded gun. TSA officers stopped a woman from Bethesda Christmas Eve as she was trying to take a 9mm weapon with six bullets in her carry-on through a security checkpoint. Authorities detected a suspicious item going through the x-ray machine. It was confiscated. She now faces a federal fine of up to $15,000. It marks the 39th gun that officers at the airport have caught at Reagan checkpoints this year. The previous high was 30 back in 2021. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Missing Texas 18-year-old Savannah Soto, who was due to give birth any day, and her boyfriend were found dead just yesterday after a multi-day search. She was my only daughter. 18-year-old Savannah Soto was nine months pregnant. She and her boyfriend, 22-year-old Matthew Guerra, were reported missing on Saturday after they didn't show up for an appointment to induce labor. Because she was shot. Soto's family says the couple was found inside a locked car in a parking lot about three miles from where they lived. Police said the bodies had been there for three or four days. Soto's brother told CBS News the family was tipped off to the location of the car and he arrived to the scene at the same time as the police. CBS News correspondent Christian Benavides reports.